The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. Now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in studio, virtually, I've got um, a good friend of mine. Um, we met in a higher plane years ago, and <laughs> we, re- we regrouped in Doral, uh, in Miami and Doral, and a couple weeks ago, and today we've got on Miriam Hainine, and she is a Canadian-born investigative journalist, activist, uh, functional medicine consultant, and we're going to be talking about that deep in her background today because we're all about gut health over here. Um, she's also a filmmaker and an entrepreneur, so when I met uh, Miriam, um, I was very excited about her documentary, Vanishing with the Bees. We struck up a conversation, and we're now besties. Miriam, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. Awesome having you here. So I think what would be really awesome is if you can just kind of tell your backstory because the backstories are always really cool about where we were. We usually had some problems. We figured it out ourselves or through whatever. And then boom, now you're doing what you love to do. And it's pretty awesome. So just why don't you give us that backstory? Boom. So I am an investigative journalist by trade. And um, like you said, I hail from Canada, from Montreal, where, by the way, supposedly UN troops are invading and and, uh, they're making masks at protests mandatory. So I came here when I was in America, when I graduated from journalism school and I was in the mainstream. I was working for MSNBC and then I left covering the news, which is pretty depressing, um, covering you know, choppers, drive-by shootings and uh, drive-bys and started freelancing. And then at the age of 29, I was hit by an SUV and dragged 50 feet across the cement. So I broke many bones and I had a metal rod outfitted in my femur and I had to learn how to walk again. And as a result, well, because I was Canadian, I didn't have health insurance and I had to learn how to walk again. And I used yoga. I would go in with a crutch and they didn't give me physiotherapy. And I asked, and then the, the bone was not healing. It was called a non-union. And intuitively, I removed a screw that was above my knee and Initially, when I went to get a second opinion, they said, oh, we'll take the screw that's in your hip and we'll put it higher up. And I literally said, "Um, no, I'm not a piece of Ikea furniture. And but I did remove the one screw and that helped unionize the bone. But also as a result, like my bone, my body kind of erupted, I think, from the trauma kind of PTSD and slowly after i think it was in 2005 that i stopped eating gluten and i did a candida cleanse and i stopped eating dairy and over the years now embrace more of a ketogenic type of life uh, lifestyle and it really transformed my my body and my physique 
so everything that happened to me, I used as an initiation. And I remember going to get a, a reading from an astrologer and he said, you know, you're going to be in health and wellness and your Virgo rising. And that, that uh, reflects with uh, health. And I was like, what is this guy talking about? Um, but sure enough, I'm today a certified functional medicine coach and consultant and I, I work to heal myself, to remove the rod. And then slowly afterwards, the bees flew into my life in like 2007. And I was asking the universe for something that's bigger than me. And the bees really opened my eyes to big ag and uh, further into big pharma and, and how adulterated our food supply is. And, and today, I don't know if I could say the N word, but I'm a food Nazi. Then after making the film, I was in Dominican Republic at an environmental film festival and uh, I got inadvertently sprayed by pesticides, ironically, just like the bees. I thought they were using a leaf blower and went outside to tell them to shut it off. And the person turned around and I, I got assaulted with a whole bunch of pesticides or fumigants because they were fumigating from mosquitoes. Returned to LA and it didn't hit me at first that I was dealing with chemical body burden and I thought it was my thyroid and then it hit me that it was chemical body burden and when I went to see an endocrinologist there was like a blank stare they didn't even know what chemical body burden is they said that I have lupus and fibromyalgia and they told me to take prednisone and Celexa or Cymbalta I believe it was. And, and I was like, no. And it took six years for me to reverse my autoimmune condition. So, and I did that with an arsenal of, of natural remedies, including coffee enemas and glutathione IV. And for a really long time, I mean, I was in chronic, chronic pain with fibromyalgia and uh, really embraced biohacking and changed, changed my life around. Uh, as of you, late, you, I know you've really changed your life around because you were dancing your ass off at that event. <laughs> Go-go dancer before I got <laughs> my leg, and I used to dance even better than than I do now. But I'm really blessed that I didn't lose the use of my legs, and maybe that's why I am uh, such a so fiery and and full of life when I do dance because I almost was paralyzed. Not to mention we've all been under lockdown and imprisoned like caged animals because of the Rona. Um, so that's that's my that's my adversities as of late. Two years ago, I was dealing with mold toxicity, and I learned that it was mold toxicity. It wasn't anyone who diagnosed me. I was taking a mold toxic summit while I was in Costa Rica which is where I often go and it hit me. Oh my goodness, I think that's what it is. And when I return to LA, I when you leave the environment and you return to it, a lot of times you're even more toxic, you get even more sick. And I was living in a tent, but I proved that what was in my bathroom was also in my body. And I, I became like an expert with mold. And um, along the way, I've been covering techno, a term I've popularized techno fascism and I've been censored well I lost a lot of my traffic so after making vanishing of the bees which is when the bees flew into my life I I, I made this film alongside George Langworthy and, and the film has been translated in 13 languages and won many awards um, then decided to create an online magazine and marketplace called Honey Colony 
and we were kind of proverbially foraging for bees for for information and uh, products before we created our own products on Honey Colony. And we were getting 500,000 unique visitors. And then that all changed with Google's medic update and algorithmic changes. So we lost 76% of our traffic. And it was at a biohacking conference, I guess a year and a half ago or so, that uh, Mercola, Dr. Mercola, talked about not only Cinco Geo, you can decode that, um, but also boycotting the gulag. And when I told him that was the term techno-fascism, he liked it. And I was the only one he said that talked to him about, uh, with the medic update, basically they buried natural remedy sites like Green Med Info or Dr. Mercola's site or Honey Colony, whereas Green Med Info and Dr. Mercola are well, are well known Ours was just getting well-known and we were ranking first on many articles having to do specifically with autoimmune conditions. And we, I prided myself in being kind of in the future. And uh, then I also discovered that Google is a drug company and then came across Zach Voorhees, the Google whistleblower, and reached out to him and he cemented a lot of my views. And so then I went on to write a lot about techno-fascism and like I penned one story called Dr. Google will see you now and um, have been really standing for our First Amendment rights. I was defending Alex Jones and Roseanne Barr when they got voted off the island and I said you know Roseanne today you tomorrow and uh, now it's so commonplace unfortunately it's politicized between the left and the right but I, I used to consider myself more of a Democrat, and I would think that the Democrats stand for the cons our constitutional rights, but it seems that everything is kind of topsy-turvy. Yeah, it's a little crazy right now. You know, what I want to do is, like, because it's so important to me, I remember when, um, you know, I started reading articles and stuff years ago. In 2011 is when I made my journey to better health. And mm -hmm. there was a lot of articles coming out about problems with the bees and the bees dying and pesticides and Roundup and, you know, Roundup killing the monarch butterflies and all this stuff. And, and actually, um, I have, well, it's a picture up on one of my uh, boards up there. I've got a picture of butterflies to remind me of, of pesticides and fungicides and herbicides and larvicides and chemical fertilizers and, and um, you know, all these things that are affecting uh, glyphosate, as an example, one of the herbicides, right? And right. it's crazy. It's found in like 72% of rainwater now. I mean, it's, it's insane. So um, I started paying attention to this. And when I was going on walks, walking the dogs, all of a sudden I would started seeing bees. They were on the ground and they were like spinning around in circles. Yeah. Like they were lost. Yeah. And I, and I started seeing this all over the place and I'm like, they're having problems. And I'm like, what's going on here? I'm like, these things are getting messed up. And I, I kind of linked it. It's these, these toxic noceum chemicals. I mean, our company is called chemical free body right? Yeah. That's my main yeah. company. The Health Hero Show is our podcast, but the whole thing is to expose how bad and pervasive these toxic chemicals are, these noceums, these, these hidden body burdens, which is what the scientists and researchers referred them to. You know, all people have to do is type in the words umbilical cord and chemical, and they can see these studies going back to 2005 showing these body burdens. And, you know, they test for 400 chemicals, they find 250 and 180 cause uh, cancer in humans, 212 cause developmental and brain disorders yes. and so on and so forth. So you experienced this. So you yes. got hit by a truck, basically you learned how to 
to heal yourself through that. And then you, um, um, then you had, uh, this uh, mold toxicity. And before that it was something else, wasn't it? it was, uh, what was it? Oh, you got sprayed in the face with the, the you got sprayed in the face with pesticides, yeah, like the bees. Exactly. So, so tell me. Environmental indicator. Yeah. So tell me about the bees. Tell me about this. Um, uh, tell me about the bees. What made you so passionate about shooting this video, Vanishing of the Bees? Yeah, I decided to make the documentary. I spent an afternoon. I didn't know that they pollinate one in every three bites of the food that we eat. I didn't know that the bees are trucked around from monoculture to monoculture like indentured slaves. I did not know that in a hive of um, a healthy hive of 80,000 or so that uh, 90% are um, are female and that they represent the sacred feminine and they work for the greater good. And that really spoke to me because I had almost died and I wanted to do something that is of service, something that is greater than me. And after finding that out, literally, I started having bee visitations. So I had a series of bee visitations. And I mean, I don't know, I was at a house last week in Fort Lauderdale and like 730 at night, one single bee came flew into the house that happens to me all the time. I have a little bee come and do, I could use that right now, come and do a little like bee blessing. And they're such amazing creatures. I, I went to Greece. I was living in Greece as a digital nomad. And I went to, had the opportunity to go to Delphi where the bee goddesses used to reside. And where I saw, because when I had my near-death experience, the the what I saw or what I heard was know thyself. And I really like stand for self-awareness and for humility. And I think we're all human and we make mistakes and, and it's important to be kind and to realize that we're all here, spiritual beings having a human experience. And so as a writer, also and a journalist, I try to be mindful about quantum languaging. Uh, I have a friend and journalist, Danny Katz, that's, that's really um, inspired me in that way. And I'm a big fan of nonviolent communication. Um, and I find you observation know, without evaluation. <laughs> yeah, right. Very important. I'm, I'm experiencing the complete opposite of that where I'm just being attacked right now. And uh, um, I guess it's my lesson from the universe on, on how, if someone's just bombarding you, like if they say you are this, you are that, well, you know, and I'm asking, and and you yeah wh where do you go from that they're they're projecting but uh, i have a i seem to attract a pattern as a segue where i find myself not that i believe those things but i am invested in like why does this person that i care about saying those things and then it's like also where can you go from a barrage of negativity what where where can you go i minored in psychology i think anyone that has eq can understand what I'm trying to relay here of like that this is blame is not a way for resolve. Like I, I stand for solutions and I'm, I'm personally not perfect. And I, I, and acceptance is a big part of things. So in life is precious having almost died. I've had more than one near death experience. I mean, starting with my birth, my the umbilical cord was wrapped around my neck I joke that I tried to end it all before it even started. And um, life life is precious. And now under the Rona regime, it's more precious than ever. And gratitude is really alchemy. 
And so I stand for love. I stand for for sacred communication because we're also seeing in in the world uh, where we're living under unprecedented um, censorship that where people are engaging in ad hominem attacks. And so it's important to like return to the heart to realize even like why are they wanting a separate because where the the bioresonance of the of the the field of the heart is like six feet it, it's it's it it overpowers the brain and, and we don't give enough credence in my opinion to heart we're living in a world of narcissists um yeah so that's a little a little segue from the bees but- well i can feel you sister it feels like you know i can i can feel that you're like really going through something like right now like yes, i can i can have- i can totally feel it because i know that you're like this strong independent woman that's getting all this stuff done. You've done all this great stuff, but you know, you feel like you're being attacked on all levels. And I can tell you right now that you are right exactly where you're supposed to be. You have all the skill sets and you have everything you need. You just have to stay centered, stay in the eye of the storm and just let it all swish around you and just um, do it with a smile and understand it's just <laughs> a, it's a lot of contrast out there, giving you a lot of uh, information and why you're doing what you're doing. So I appreciate what you're doing. You're awesome. And uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, I want to get more into these bees. We'll be right. We'll be right back. Today, I'm excited to share with you our probiotic and prebiotic formula. Probiotics and prebiotics is a breakthrough product that should be taken daily to rebuild the good bacteria in your gut, help fight candida, strengthen your immune system, eliminate bloating, and help you have more consistent bowel movements. A healthy body and mind starts with a healthy gut. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Health Heroes, Tim James here. I'm back with Miriam, and we are so excited to talk about the bees and the connectedness to us and nature. So we have this thing out there called the ecosystem. It's called nature, and people forget that we are nature. We are part of that ecosystem, and everything, like Miriam was talking about, is connected. You, me, her, and the bees, and the fish, and the bugs, and everything out there flying around, all the little creepy crawlies, guess what? We're all connected. So if one thing is suffering, we all suffer. So Miriam, you've had um, some pretty cool bee experiences. So what exactly was it that got you excited enough to, what did you see that made you say, I've got to do this documentary, Vanishing of the Bees? What was the story you were trying to tell? Well, I consider myself a visionary and I knew that if I made a film on the bees, that it was going to be a global, it was global. It's a global um, um, epidemic and that food is important. So the tagline, one of the taglines is this is a film for anyone who likes to eat, anyone who likes to eat real food. And so, like I said, the sacred feminine really impacted me and the series of, of uh, magical bee experiences. You know, like, for instance, I was living in L.A. for 23 years and I was driving down La Cienega towards Beverly Boulevard. And uh, I drove and this is at like four days after finding out that the bees are disappearing around the world. And, and it was a mystery. 
And there was I, I drove through the swarm of bees and the people, the cars beside me were all rolling up their windows and I was rolling down my windows and mm-hmm. I just took it as a sign. And I think, you know, when you're aligned and you're in sync, you, you see these um, synergistic moments, you see these coincidences. And I took that as a, a sign and the bee visitations have not stopped. I'll share another story that how we found Ellen Page, who's the narrator. So we had a short list and I had actually gone to Maggie Gyllenhaal and the manager said it has to be an exclusive offer. And I was like, okay, whatever. I didn't really even, what, you know, sure. And uh, she had agreed to do the to do the narration and she's a great voice but I couldn't meet with her meanwhile I had we had a friend because the film came out in the UK and was narrated by Amelia Fox but it sounded very BBC and clinical and we wanted to redo it for American audiences and so my friend didn't tell me that his friend was Leonardo DiCaprio so he showed it to Leo Leo showed it to his mom and um, we were considering or they were considering Apian Way which is Apian, to, to produce the film. And so they were on the set of uh, Inception, which is with Ellen. And the assistant director killed a bee near the crafts table. And Ellen apparently, so the story goes, was like, what the hell are you doing? Don't you know the bees are disappearing? And um, then that got to Leo. And he's like, you should meet our mutual friend, Peter Hill. And then he, Peter asked Ellen, would you narrate this movie? So I tell people that a honeybee gave up her life because if you sting, if a bee stings, well, in this case, she was murdered. But if a bee stings, she dies. So I say that a bee brought us to Ellen. And also when we were directing Ellen, we were in my apartment in uh, Hollywood and a single bee flew into my uh, office and was staying in the corner as we directed her so all types of just magical and I would always feel like the luckiest girl and I'd read so many books like the secret life of bees there's another book called the shamanic way um, of the bee and in our film we um, traveled to England I, I wanted to make this a global like so we traveled to France traveled to England traveled to Germany we feature Italy uh, I traveled to Australia, all over the United States, and um, what was I going to say in um, in Italy, Germany? Where else did I did I say in the beginning? So anyway, all, all these oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. All these magical experiences all over the world, and this was this is a global was a global issue, and I didn't mention to say that. I mean, like you, you mentioned, there's a myriad of chemicals, right? Well, this in this case, it's neonicotinoids. They're nicotine-based or um, that, that are neurotoxins that impact the navigational skills of the honeybee, and she cannot find her way back to the hive. And a bee cannot live more than 24 hours without her hive. So she's in a monoculture, everything looks the same, and then she can't make herself make her way back. What are these neonicotides? What are they in? What are you, what kind of products do you find them in? Well, neonics are they're in they're in um, wood uh, covered in wood. They're they're in astroturf. They're in they're entrenched in the soil. They're coated on the seeds. They're on cotton. They're on uh, I mean bees pollinate everything from avocados to zucchini. They're on blueberries. They're arguably in them. This you mean they're spray. They've been sprayed. No, no, 
they are entrenched in the soil or coated on the seed. They become part of the plant. The plant itself becomes toxic. And then the bees forage for pollen and nectar and bring it back to the hive. Okay. And where, where did the stuff come from in the first place though? How did it get to the soil? From bear. I mean, they put it in the soil. It's a bear crop science um, pest, um, pesticide. Okay. But, so it's a pesticide. Yeah, sorry. The old one, the old types of organophosphates that are sprayed onto mm-hmm. the crops. This becomes part of the plant and is said to be less dangerous, but it's, in my opinion, in many opinions, is more it's insidious. And when they break down the metabolites, it it's, it takes eighteen years to degrade, and sometimes mm-hmm. the the metabolites are more dangerous than the parent compounds. Jeez. So um, every time man gets involved with nature we just seem to mess everything up just really mess them up i say that we are the bees arguably being poisoned i mean it's it's a disaster of how toxic of a world that we're living in if you consider the soil the food the air the water and you know you mentioned all the different chemicals well they also synergize with one another and nobody looks at the impacts within the body nobody considers the environmental impacts and that's aside from glyphosate, which also breaks down the intestinal uh, integrity of not only humans, but honeybees as well. So I, I feel like I joke and I say all roads lead to bee and, and bees are really ancient creatures and, and we need them. And, and there are other pollinators that are also dying, such as the bats. There's white nose syndrome that a lot of times the uh, disinformation or the big ad companies will try to blame it on the mites or um, or hive beetles or other th- uh, viruses. But, but in reality, it's the knocking down of the immune system, which is the same thing with humans, that we've, we have a virome. We, we deal with, with viruses. We deal with fungi. We deal with bacteria. We're more bacteria than human cells. You know, you talk about the, the microbiome and the integrity of, of, uh, of, of our, our, our gut, uh, well, so so it's a misnomer to think that our, our bodies are amazing things. So if I tell someone, it's like, yeah, I've been poisoned. I learned how to walk again. I've dealt with mold toxicity. I am 47 years old. I don't have gray hairs. I, I'm a food Nazi. I really prize my temple. I don't want to give the big ag companies satisfaction or big pharma satisfaction to slowly kill me. And, you know, you could see under the Rona regime that nobody is talking about the immune system. There's also Operation Quack Hack because we're ushering in whatever they, you know, whatever the global elitists want. And they want people to forget that we have an immune system. Nobody on the COVID-19 task force mentioned zinc. You know, Fauci says when he, Matthew McConaughey, asked him, he, he does something like this. And so, by the way, I, I have been covering vaccine safety for many, many years. I um, take pride in, in contributing to Vaxter, um, started contributing to Children's Health Defense, which is Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s uh, nonprofit. And um, I covered Operation Samoa, which was in Samoa, 200,000 people getting mass vaccinated in 30 days. And for us in the community, our medical freedom fighters acknowledged that something was happening. I also manifested Jane Bergermeister, who's a Ebola whistleblower. And we felt, many of us thought it was gonna be Ebola, but 
something was in the works. And and even though they've been trying to find a coronavirus vaccine for 30 years, that's what it is, the, the coronavirus. So there's really an attack on natural remedies. And again, just sorry, I'll say Operation Quack Hack is an operation headed by the FDA, the FTC, the DOJ to attack quacks. I'm a quack. Mm-hmm. Um, and hack, they have license to kill a website, for instance, at the server level. So poof, just like we saw a purge on October 15th, and, and I've been helping in whatever small way I can with Zach and Punch Google, that um, there's also an attack on natural remedies where you have a business for 23 years, they wake up and boom, they're, they're gone at the server level for selling silver, which is the... Original antibiotic, yeah. Yeah, that was swept under the rug with the advent of penicillin, which the EPA lists as a disinfectant, which the army uses. And so in a lot of cases like NAC, they're going after NAC, is because they're trying to patent and dominate these, you know, and they synthesize. That's what they did. I was also attacked for selling CBD before I joke Kim Kardashian and Martha Stewart in the end of 2016, really on the front lines. And they attacked us, meaning we were shut down by PayPal Square. Yeah, PayPal shut us down too. We have a really had a high quality CBD line and people liked it. They were adding it to their cart. They were using it in their families. And, you know, we were getting great results with the eye drops. People are getting rid of macular degeneration, um, glaucomas, cloudy eyes, night vision problems. Just from the eye drops, I mean, that's just one product, you know, and they, people were loving it and it was good for us, good business, good for them. And all of a sudden I got shut down because of PayPal said we, we can't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. They took, they can't took, offer something good. Yeah. They, they take your money. I mean, we had to, we had to push, we had to create a whole new site and, and now I have like a cannabis friendly bank and to, to, to fortify us and uh, a cannabis friendly processor but we we went through hell and lost a quarter of a million dollars and i had customers waiting from january from june to january for their product and we we make a liposomal cbd with uh, chinese herbs that really deals with um, biofilm and pain and and uh, is a beautiful beautiful formula i also make a a topical all our products are made in the usa nothing is made in china and it's really, it's really sad to see an attack on, on natural remedies. And so I'd like to just remind your audience that we have an, uh, an immune system. And it's like, to me, it's like, I cannot understand when I see someone wearing a face diaper, but they're like drinking beer. And it's like, maybe it's because I don't drink a lick of booze. Uh, and I or really- pop. Or apple juice. Oh, or, or, you know, pasteurized orange juice or whatever. It's all the same. It's sugar. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's sugar. And sugar and the, feeds disease. That's for sure. Sugar, drain, grains. Um, so really prize the immune system and the body. So, um, yeah. It's, uh, well, proof's in the pudding, too, because when we were at that event at that pool party deal, um, I saw you over there dancing and everybody was calming. Uh, there was like all the guys were like, dude, who's that girl over there? She's nonsense. I was like, I don't know, but she's in shape. She's dancing. We thought you were like 25. We thought oh you were 25. God. And you said you were 47. So I'm class of 1991. Are you class of 1991? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cl- how old are you? I'm class of 1996. Oh, wait. I'm 47 too. 
Well, you are. Did well, you we have. I'm Canadian, so we have college, and then we have university. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit different. It's, it's a little different. bit different. Yeah, yeah, I graduated from Montreal and studied in Vancouver. And uh, yeah. I, I'm still blown away right now. I can't believe you're the same age as me. That's really amazing. Yeah, I can't believe you're the same age. Well, you look young. You're super young. And well, I know, but isn't it weird? Like our indoctrination runs so deep that, and we know all this stuff. And like for me, I saw other people living a lifestyle, really focusing on gut health, natural foods, you know, no synthetics, none of that stuff. And they healed themselves. And they looked 10, 15, 20 years younger than the rest of the population. And I was like, you know what? My body is a self-generating mechanism. All these cells regenerate themselves. And he said that if I took every cell out of my body and categorized it and I come back in seven years, none of those cells will be there. It'll be completely new me. And I thought in seven years, I'm going to do that. I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing with the, with the bad inputs and the standard American diet and the stress and all that stuff. And I'm going to learn how to detox and clean myself out and flood my body with nutrition. I'm going to love myself and I'm going to start working on my spirituality and I did all that and it's been 10 years and I look back and I'm healthier today at 47 than I was at 37 when I was a mess trying to figure all this stuff out. So um, it's really cool to meet other people that have, you know, had yeah. similar stuff. You know, both of us had serious health issues. I mean, I was bleeding on my elbows and rectally every day for two and a half years, just wow. blood, just blood, I'm just bleeding every day, you know, and that's not fun. And it doesn't, your friends don't want you to come over to your house unless you have a long sleeve shirt and a coat on. Cause you're Jeez. bleeding all over their couch, you know, and you forget about stuff and you ruin coat. I mean, it was just a mess. I mean, you know, you got hit by a freaking car oh, and you got sprayed in the face with pesticides. I mean, this is life shit happens, but we figured it out ourselves. We figured out how to heal ourselves. So I want to do this. I want to take another quick break. And when we get back, I want to get, I want to get into some of the solutions and things that you've done. And we'll, let's really focus on gut health for the listeners. We'll be right back. You want the absolute best for yourself, and you want it to be easy. That's why we created Green 85. It helps with detoxifying the body gently. We're proud it's chemical-free, unlike almost all other supplements you'll find. Bottom line, Green 85 will get you healthier. We look forward to hearing what Green 85 did for you. To get this product and our other amazing products, go to chemicalfreebody.com. That's chemicalfreebody.com. Welcome back, Health Heroes. Tim James here, your host, Health Hero Show. I've got Miriam on the line with me. We've been talking about bees. and Wow, you've been through a lot of stuff. So what I want to do now is I want to get into like gut health. And, you know, some of the things that you've learned about gut health, I know a lot of my listeners know my take on it, but it's good to hear from other people. Mm -hmm. What's the big deal about gut health? You mentioned earlier, you know, that we're uh, 60 trillion cells, bacterial cells, but we're only 6 trillion human cells. So why is it a big deal to pay attention to that gut bacteria? Well, people think that you make serotonin in your brain, but you make it in your gut and um, gut really moderates mood. And uh, there's so many people that are contending with candida or leaky gut, gut syndrome. The intestinal line, lining is uh, compromised. 
and certainly mine mine was and when i did a candida cleanse and uh took like things like marshmallow root to to and I think it takes many, many years, depending on what you ate. I mean, we both grow, grew up in the late 70s and early 80s. I mean, I ate junk food. I was raised thinking yeah. a happy meal is like, oh, my parents love me. And my first job at age 13 was working for McD's. And uh, I ate Kentucky and I drank Kentucky Fried Chicken and drank Coca-Cola and mac cheese and hot dogs and watched the Flintstones and, and um and there wasn't a, um, an acknowledgement that my dad was a, as a mechanical engineer and worked for craft. And so there was like mac and cheese and sh- shitty cereals and stuff. And, and then I went through so many different diets until I found ketogenic and I was like 140 pounds. Like I went through a period of being like a vegan, an unhealthy vegan. And while they say maybe your blood type, you know, some people don't believe that. I think like I'm an O minus, I do do better with with meat. And I think everyone from a functional medicine point of view for, should eat for themselves, for their condition and for what, what they adapt. I don't eat carbs. I, I'll sometimes have rice. I'll sometimes have sweet potato, but it really took me a while because when I was young, I was made fun of and told you're fat, so tub of lard. So back to gut health that even like, if you're just doing one type of probiotic, you can create a monoculture in your tummy. You can have one uh, profile of, of um, bacterial strains on one side of your stomach and a completely different other. I did do Viome to look at what was going on. I, I do think that they were purchased, I was mentioning before the show, by Glasgow SmithKline. We were affiliates and we were doing really good for them and I was a big fan. I don't know why they they sold out but i was using that and i try to right now i'm not taking um, probiotics but i I try to change it up and uh, you can see if it's because sometimes it'll make you bloated depending on the strain and then when you go down the science of, of of probiotics you probably know there's so many different strains and the different strains some of types are anti inflammatory and uh it's really, I mean, it's fascinating. Just like when you look at genetic SNPs and then you realize how Western medicine is so much in the stone age, because from a functional medicine point of view, you're really trying, like you're really going specific, like someone can have schizophrenia because they have a nutritional deficiency. Mm -hmm. I discovered while I was dealing with mold that I had, I don't know if you've heard of this condition, hypoluria. So I, I was having very, very, very low levels of zinc. And I was copper dominant. And I mean, the the functional medicine, Lauren Marks that I was working with told me like, this is like mental uh, instability levels. And uh, I don't, and I was also with, because of the mold, the way it pronounced itself for me, I have like aura rings that, that are not on now, but they track your sleep that I was having 16 minutes of REM on average. That is horrible. You're supposed to have like two hours um so anyway back to the the probiotics that it it really like i've tried restore which helps heal the latest of the the way the probiotics communicate with one another and i think it takes many many years to heal leaky gut and it it makes a huge difference on your mood and your metabolism 
What about stress? Have you did you real realize that stress was a big problem in gut health? Did you come to that juncture? Well, I think I think stress from an epigenetic point of view plays a, a huge a huge uh, impact uh, on cortisol levels, on adrenals, and I'm sure I'm dealing and the rest of the world is dealing. So, but but not anything per se. Uh, I do think maybe mentioned this already that we're the unhealthiest that we've been. I mean, if you're like California, when I was, cause I was six months in the jungle when I started covering the Rona in January and I felt something was going down, I, I fled to the jungle and, and God, my higher self was telling me for since 2014 to leave America. And, but I decided to come back. And when I came back to China, I, I was surprised. This is supposed to be the state, the beacon of health. And yet the gyms are closed. If you do go to the gym and it is opened, you have to wear, you have to wear a face diaper. They're spraying Lysol. Like I look to see how uh, the increase of disinfectants or Lysol in particular had gone up. And then they spray it all over the place. And then they're making you wear a face mask. And even if you're outside and taking a boot camp and you're six feet apart, you still... So I think that we're the most unhealthiest that we've ever been. And that's really, really, really sad. If people think that they're going to get healthy and, and avoid viruses by wearing a face mask, uh, sanitizing their hands where you're, you're compromising your own bacterial load and staying inside where the air quality is 50 times worse than outside, then they're gravely mistaken. That's not the way to... That's not the way to reach health. So, yeah, I just did a report last night on, I don't know if you saw this, but it showed that the flu virus has dropped by 98%. The cases have dropped by 98%. And um, some of the people's comments in, in, on Twitter was like, duh, people are washing their hands and they're wearing a face mask and they're social distancing. That's why it's down, dummy. But at the same time, the corona cases via mainstream media are spiking, going through the roof. But again, the, and I try to point out to people, look, just because somebody tested positive, first off, we've got 70 to 90% false positive testing. So that, that, yeah. that, te that testing yeah. stuff is out the door, yeah. lies, manipulation, yeah. whatever. But yeah. even if it was, it's still a test. It's not a case. To be a case, you have to actually get sick, feel something, go to the doctor, say, I got problems. They get a chart started. That goes on the Medical Information Bureau. Now it's a case. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when they put on the TV, all these cases, they're not, these are just simply um, supposedly testing positive based on these, these tests that we know are totally wrong. And then we have the death count there that you saw that they said it was probably the who came out and the world health organization said that it was actually the less than 10% of the people that actually are in that death count have actually died of just COVID. The rest yeah. of them had other problems, you know, like they were, yeah. you know, 200 pounds overweight or they had yeah. late stage lymphoma. In fact, I just saw it. it's just just it's just in people. It's just in. We've got breaking news right now. It Tell looks me. like here it is, Miriam. Here it is. Breaking news. Skydiver forgets parachute, jumps out of plane and dies of COVID. Oh, oh. No, it just happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> skydiver jumps out of plane with no parachute and dies of covid it just happened so covid George is getting had coronavirus isn't yeah. that amazing who shot jfk was not shot he got corona okay yeah. everybody's getting corona actually i had a friend of mine whose whose best friend was in the um 
in the National Guard and they were deployed into New York to help them out. And they actually retrieved a body from an alley that was died, a guy that died of a gunshot wound. And he was right there when they were filling out the death certificate and Corona death. 39,000 for gunshot. every later, 13,000 for every diagnosis. The PCR test is not a diagnostic tool. Been screaming along with many since February. Carrie Mullis conveniently died in August. And uh, it's not a P it's it's and they're scaring people, you know, and, and when you write for magazines, they say, you know, like I say this, like 101 ways to get a man like they scare they they bedazzle you with these big numbers. And that's what they're doing with the with this case demic. And they're bribing doctors. Where is their uh, Hippocrates oath? They they should be ashamed of themselves. I'd like to say that about a month ago now, or a little bit less, my father called me and he said that my uncle, who I'm in Florida, he lives in Florida, uh, was diagnosed with coronavirus. He's 80. He's overweight. I'm sure he had a heart condition and and, uh, some other comorbidities. One in every two people has a chronic illness. So... The reason why, well, my aunt, they were married for 57 years. My aunt got a stroke. So preventatively, they went and they took the PCR test and the swab, crossing the blood-brain barrier. A day and a half later, he got sick. So he was fine. He got the test, got sick. We know that the initial tests from the WHO and the CDC were tainted with the coronavirus, even though the virus has arguably not been isolated. Okay, in any case... So I tell my dad, I just want you to know that if he's put on a ventilator, it's $39,000 and chances are he's not going to get off. Quote, I don't care what you have to say. All right, because I've been spending 10 hours a day every day for several months covering the Rona. So my uncle died and my family thinks it's the coronavirus. And I know that it's a ventilator and that he could have lived um, so that that's how this scandemic, this case demic, and when, when my cousin went to see my uncle from Toronto to Florida, she told the cab driver, "You better wear your face mask." And she thought there were three thousand cases in Florida. So people are, you know, pharmacia, as you must know, means sorcery, and this is an evil magic spell that has been cast upon the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really it's really um, unfortunate, but hopefully enough people are going to wake up and uh, sniff it out so that we can we just have to we need people to like like you to get out there and, and bring bring the truth and and hopefully there's enough people out there listening and I know they are I know they are because I I actually I don't wear a mask anywhere I go I just don't do it and I get people coming up to me all the time going yeah good job you know oh, really I, yeah all the time all the time. And, but I do have some of the, if somebody comes up to me and they're like, Hey, where's your mask? Usually it's like, I had one, one person that was, um, one, one guy yelled at me, like started screaming and yelling and ran out of the store. Cause he thought, it, I mean, he couldn't believe it. And he was yelling at every worker in there. Um, but another, another guy, was it a guy who came up to me and asked me to wear my mask? And I said, Oh, I, I, I have a medical condition. I, I can't breathe with it on. He's like, Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. But you know, I get that all the time. And I just tell him I have a medical condition um, when I put on a mask because I do uh, my, my oxygen levels get lowered by 35% and my CO2 and inhalation goes up a hundred percent and I ain't doing it. Yeah, okay, that is say, not good. You say the same thing. I'm a medical condition. I need oxygen. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it really creates a medical condition. And guess what? When you wear your face mask, 
for five minutes, at least for me, guess what comes to mind? I can't breathe. Hashtag I can't breathe. George Floyd, multi-layered psyop, who said I can't breathe 11 times and asked to be placed on the ground. He asked to be placed on the ground. And Eric Garner in 2014 also said I can't breathe 11 times. And Matt Taibbi, journalist, wrote a book called I Can't Breathe. But this isn't a psyop. The guys work together at the same club. And then the whole country's a burning. And we have this manufactured racial war. Sure. Whatever. It's just craziness. It's crazy. Hmm. Well, try to keep happy through this. I know it's tough um, because that's what we need. We need that good, good frequency. And I know it's inside of you. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing. Absolutely. So is there any last um, thoughts um, as we exit here, like to the people listening about, you know, because um, I know a lot of this with you coming in as an investigative journalist, you're bringing in a lot of other stuff too to the show today. But, you know, the bees are dying. We've got issues with uh, little little fishies and the and the amphibians. They're literally turning into hermaphrodites from these toxic estrogen-mimic chemicals, all these uh, xenotoxins. Um, yeah. So we have problems in the ecosystem. And as you said, human beings today are as sick as we've ever been in the history of human beings. And if there's somebody out there that's listening today and they want to you know, turn it around and they're, they're open-minded and they want to start doing something for themselves and for their family, what do you think those one, two, three steps would be? Well, you can work with a coach such as myself or you, Tim, mm-hmm. and uh, a consultant, which was more authoritative. A coach is more of an ally and a cheerleader and look to functional medicine, which is really the future of medicine and understand that the first step is food. Food is thy medicine. It's the easiest thing to change and yet it's the hardest because people are addicted to sugar addicted to their comfort foods and you know some food that could be good like spinach might not be good for another person like i have high oxalate so i don't do uh, spinach so it's really tailored you really need to personalize them from a functional medicine point of view you look at things such as antecedents like what was going on even before you were born? Were you breastfed? Were you vaginally born? So really taking a deep dive and knowing by looking at you, looking at me, looking at so many of us who have the same story that you can turn things around. So I'm here to empower, inspire, and educate. And please realize that the real virus is one of fear and one of hate. And fear has a detrimental impact on our epigenetics and our immune system. I would also say that it is getting harder and harder to find information. We are living under unprecedented levels of censorship. We see YouTube um, channels going away and studies disappearing. So I invite you to also look at, I know you've mentioned this before at punchgoogle.com. We just filed a preliminary injunction that's headed by Zach Voorhees and it's important to ensure medical freedom, do not get genetically modified by an experimental RNA DNA vaccine and believe in your immune system and uh, take control of your health. You, You can. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much. And thanks for coming on. And how do people, how do they, how do they contact you, Miriam? I live in Twitterville on most days. Please, please. I am shadow banned. I am banned. I'm in YouTube jail right now. I'm banned from PayPal and Kiva and GoFundMe and, and Amazon. So please follow me on Miriam Hinane. And on YouTube right now, it's uh, Miriam Hinane B Lady. 
and I do have a backup channel. I'm walking on eggshells and my exact's like, don't say anything political. I'm like, what am, what am I going to talk about? Cats? I don't know. So please look for the information to empower your, yourself. Don't use Google, use quant, use uh, Swiss cows. Don't, don't use Google. Okay, cool. So yeah, you guys can reach her at Miriam Hanane. I'll put this in the show notes. And then it was, uh, what was the, what was the second one? Was marrying him named something? B-Lady. B-Lady. AKA B-Lady. And which one was that for? That's YouTube. Oh, YouTube. Okay. I also and do, th- I do thread apps and I write for Vaxter and I'm going to start writing for Children's Health Defense. Oh, cool. So you, you're, you're, you're welcome. And thanks for coming on and thanks for you guys for tuning in. I hope that, um, um, you guys, um, really just, take this message and, and, and spread it around as much as possible because there is censorship. I mean, we've got a lady on here that's doing uh, really good work. Um, she's doing it from a, a point of heart centered um, love uh, to help all of us. And we really want to be able to give back. And the best way to give back to her and all the hard work that she's doing is, um, is to share the message. So if, please um, subscribe to our channel, like it, and especially share this, share this message with, with everybody. And, um, I want to thank all of you guys. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll give you guys, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in all over the world as our audience continues to grow. It be, it's because of you. It's because of you listening and sharing these episodes and doing that stuff. We really appreciate you. I'm so excited to find these, um, these awesome guests that have changed their lives radically. Number one, to inspire you to do the same. So if you're stuck in a rut and you want to get out, maybe today's the day you heard Miriam's story. And you're like, you know what? I can do this too. Um, and I want to do this and she's here to help you. We're here to help you. Um, you can book a session with her or us or whatever. It doesn't really matter. Just get some help and uh, start taking action. And remember food is medicine. So what were you going to say, Miriam? I was going to say, please buzz on over to honeycolony.com. We sell beautiful things like liposomal vitamin C and silver, which is 4,000 ppm chelated, or you can go to simplytransformative.com. You can use 10 off if this is okay to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, honeycolony.com. And what was the other one? Simply transformative.com. Okay. Yes, thank you. And then there was a code. What was it? Save 10? 10 off. Code 10. T-E-N-O-F-F. Okay, 10 off. And I'm assuming you save 10% maybe? That's correct. On your first purchase, that's a good idea. We do that a lot. We do 5 or 10% offs, which is nice. Well, thank you for that. So, yeah, so check her out at honeycolony.com. And, guys, don't forget to watch the video, Vanishing of the Bees, that documentary. If you have not seen it yet, watch Vanishing of the Bees. And then you can get concerned because the bees are messed up. You know, we're messed up. And what we need to do is we need to take care of ourselves and we need to take care of those lovely little bees that are working so hard. And you know what, when I come back in my second life, I'm going to come back as a male bee because I had no idea that 90% of the colony was women. So I think my chances are good in that back in the bee colony that I'm going to find, find somebody that's going to buzz around with me. To the male drones. <laughs> What's that? Would they do bad things? Uh, well, if they don't mate with, well, let's say they mate with the queen and they're lucky enough, there's an audible pop and their penis falls off and they tumble to their death. And if they don't mate with the queen, the sisters at the end 
of the summer kick them out of the uh, hive and and they die in 24 hours well i don't know how long it takes to, for them to, to die i know that it uh, a honeybee lives six weeks typically so it's you know nature is not as nature can be cruel well i might have to say three rethink that one but um it'll be an experience it'll be an experience i'll come in and then i'll be like poof and i'll be back to the vortex but having my penis fall off is not i, I might i'm really second just changing my mind now on that one but um anyway well thank you so much for being on and thank you for being such a spirit and a wonderful person for doing all the work you do you do so much and we really appreciate it and guys rem remember to watch that show vanishing of the bees it's all over the place find it and until next time change yourself change your world and i'll talk to you guys all day thanks for listening again to the health hero show i'm your host tim james and remember change yourself change your world See you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to the Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>